Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Channeling, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Suzanne Shields. Another part within the trauma series. I'd like to talk about something that is often not spoken about. Resilience. I did something the other day that I don't do very often lately. And that is dress up. (laughs) What does that mean? It means office attire versus yoga pants and pajama pants. I don't want to scare you. During this podcast, I am not in pajamas. No need to worry there. But it's that formal wear, particularly the beautiful red shoes that I was wearing. The other day, I was running a little bit late for a business meeting. This meeting was extremely important, and the start time was not negotiable. I tried with all my might to walk in my dress shoes faster. But the leather on my shoes reminded me that I was to walk at a slower pace. The shoes that I wore were red leather with a beautiful strap across the forefront of the foot, a medium heel, thicker, That's at least the appearance of it. Inside, my toes were jammed, my feet were cold, and I really wasn't able to take a full stride. I got to the meeting and was happy to sit down and easily slide my feet out of the shoe. Later that evening, my feet throbbed. But yet... I never once took the shoes off or vowed never to wear them again. And all I could think to myself was resilience. I had resilience to wear them. What is resilience? I thought to myself. Well, I mean, we can look it up and... Really, resilience means that you've got a mental reservoir for psychological health. Great. What does it really mean, though? I wrote the word down, a piece of paper, and I spelt it out. R-E-S-I-L-I-E-N-C-E. And then my eyes just started crossing out some of those letters. And what I did is I crossed out the R, I crossed out the E, and I crossed out the second I. And I was left with the word of silence. That left a word, R-E-I. Rei. A Japanese word meaning to bow to something out of respect. (laughs) Resilience had a whole new meaning to me now because it showed, me at least, that that word isn't just about a reservoir for strength. It means that within silence, 
you bow to the respect of your own inner strength. Reservoir of strength. Having resilience, it doesn't mean you don't go through distress or grief or anxiety. It means that you move to strength and growth to foster the light within yourself. You may say, well, resilience in relation to a pair of shoes? Well, the pair of shoes led me to analyze resilience. Because we all have it within us. The question is, how often do we exercise it? Particularly after trauma, what happens is the light within us becomes dimmer and dimmer. Resilience, if we allow it and feed it, implies that you will ignite the light, increase the size of the flame. It means, in silence, you bow to the issue that occurred, but you don't bend to it. You see, Trauma has an effect on us. It leaves a mark. We can view that mark as a scar or build around it and create the most beautiful tattoo. Moving through trauma means that we wish to move past it. It means We've understood what our wants and our needs are to move past the trauma. And our want to move past it spurs the needs of what our soul requires to take that giant leap forward from victim to survivor. I am not here to minimize your trauma or my own. A hundred people could go through the very same trauma and react differently. But what each of us have within us is a slight, small flame, the light within us. And if we feed the light within us, it translates to resilience. It translates into strength. We hear of stories where individuals have financially nothing. They're living in their car and they become extremely successful. For example, the movie Pursuit of Happiness. A successful story, yet we often forget a reality for someone. If, in fact, We are at the point within our trauma where our want is to move past the storytelling of the trauma. That means we're ready to awaken the resilience within us. We begin, as we've discussed, on defining where we are, accepting where we are, and determining what we can change. And we talked about those loops that you can work through and build this up within yourself.
Today we talk about defining what you're building. And that is a toolbox of resilience. You see, the loops that we've created of understanding, accepting, and determining, those are the ones to help us within a specific trauma. Resilience building helps us for the future as well as the present. It allows us to grow beyond where we are now so that we can face what is approaching. Oh, but do not be mistaken. This is not suggesting that by doing this, more trauma is coming your way. This is also not preventing that other hurts won't happen. But it is allowing yourself to build the light within and then encompassing that light with almost a barrier shield around it to protect it and to allow it to grow. If we light a candle in a windstorm, the flame will go out. But if we light a candle and make a shield around it, the wind adapts and blows around it. And that is what you are doing by becoming a resilient soul. And when we do, we bring comfort to the mind, saying, this will never happen to me again. I will be alerted now to what is happening around me. And I will always be proactive to ensure I listen to myself. If this sounds like something you wish to do, I have a few tips for you on how to build resilience. The first begins by seeking the light within and knowing what you are in control of. From a psychological perspective, this is called the locus of control. There is enough science written about this that you don't need me to reiterate. What I wish to do is give you the spiritual application and understanding of where this fits in relation to your soul and your mind. The locus of control can only take two functions. The first being that everything bad happens to you and you can't change it. The other locus of control is that you as a spiritual being have the ability to build the shield around you and attract the best for what's within. That locus of control is that you are giving yourself the inner strength and the power, the voice to your soul to continue to build the flame because you will protect it. And that is the beginning step, to understand that that is your flame. That is within you. You own it, and you can grow it. This really leads to the second tip, and that is refining your thoughts. Positive thinking allows that flame to grow. When we worry about the future, when we're anxious of what will be, 
We bring it within ourselves to say our flame is strong and we can grow it. Another way to build resilience is to give yourself time. Oh, but that's not time to decide whether your flame should be fed. But it's time in a day to say, if you are upset and you need to talk about your trauma, to give it a window of time within a day, maybe an hour, maybe five minutes, where you speak of it and you allow your mind to just say whatever it wants, to express its anger, its fear, its frustration, that this has happened. But once the timer that you have set dings, you are asked to no longer vent and go back to feeding your flame of positivity. Now let me pause here. What I describe as tips take time. They are establishing a new normal for you. So give yourself grace. Give yourself time to adjust to this way of approaching the thoughts you have about your trauma. Notice what we said, the thoughts about your trauma. It's not saying erasing the trauma, saying it never happened, but repositioning our thoughts, not giving our mind the freedom to loop through it and trying to intercept the mind's cyclical desire to retell the story and reframe it with positive light from within. This leads us to the next step. Acknowledge that you are building something within, that either the trauma took away or maybe you never had. Either way, it takes time. When you plant grass seed and you lay earth on top of it, you gently water it, you're careful not to step on that part of the grass. But staring at it, yelling at it, will not make it grow faster. And when you don't see those little sprouts of grass coming through the dark earth, you don't go and stomp on the earth and get angry. Then why do you do those same things to yourself when you start a new habit? You are learning to build your resilience. If you've had it, you're increasing it. If you feel you've never had it, you're growing it. So take the time to catch yourself if you're not nurturing your light but snuffing it out. With resilience, it gives you this inner confidence that should things arise, you have the means to assess in a moment. 
It means that you find ways to move forward, not despite the trauma, but because of it. Meaning that you take with you the strengths that you have developed from going through it and taking one step forward and then another and then another to the beautifulness that you have become from moving past it. Going back to the idea that resilience is ray plus silence, what it really means that you silence the mind's whining and you bow to your own strength. So the next time you feel that the trauma paralyzes you and you can't move forward, ask yourself, can I work to light my own candle and watch it grow? Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Suzanne, reach out to her Facebook group, Janice Shields Natural Healing Center. Suzanne's YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony, the number 17, all one word, that's Suzanne and Tony, 17, and the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Namaste.